I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. Come through, come through. On a late night, on a late night. I see the truth. Don't know what you're trying to prove. So come through, come through. On a late night. Need you in my corner when I'm jotting down a master plan. Need you in the morning when I feel like no one understands. Need you to remind me that I got the. Hello, 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 hello to our people out there. How are y'all today? Okay, um, how was your week, Queen? My week was. No, it was pretty good. I didn't get no complaints. Um, spent a lot of time with our niece, Big CC, Legacy, very much my baby. Um, that was pretty much all I did for real. You know, do all my auntie duties with her and getting Jake Jake from school, all those people that true. Pretty lots. Getting ready for your B day tomorrow. You know? Yeah. My week was kind of lax. <clears throat> I was um on a week break from school, so you know I enjoyed the most of it and tried my hardest not to really schedule myself to have to do too much or nothing. So I, I can say I enjoyed my week so much to the point that I dreaded going into work today. <laughs> I think it was new. Yeah, we don't like your job. You always <laughs> dread going. To work. Yes. No, but we um we gonna get KD KD on that plantation real real soon, real soon. soon. That's why y'all gotta buy our merch. <laughs> yes, we can buy it. Please come on, support your girl. That's what y'all can do for my birthday. Buy, to buy celebrate KD's birthday. Buy our merch and some cauliflower. Yep, y'all can definitely do that. But on another note, y'all, we about to get into these hot topics okay i don't know if you guys know that may is um mental health awareness month so so for the rest of this month we're going to basically be focusing on mental health health in general but specifically mental, mental health. health so tonight episode is going to be about um black females being mistreated in the medical field, you know, and, and, and at their doctor's appointments, mistreated by doctors in general, even doctors of the same skin color, you know. So we're going to get into that a little later on, though. Right now, we're going to get into these hot topics. Queen, you want to take that over? Because I know they fucking lie. My bad, y'all. Um, yeah, so first <coughs> in our hot topics this week, Young Jock um, was arrested for child abandonment on um, Thursday, I believe it was, while leaving his house um, on his way um, for, to an event. He was pulled over by, um, by, Georgia, by um, Georgia police officers. They pulled him out of the car, said that um, there was a warrant for his arrest, took him down for booking, and um, he was released two hours later on a uh, $1,300 bond. It was um, said that, he, he said that the um, the charges were related to child support um, payments, that there's no, you 
know, abandonment or neglect with any of his kids. In fact, he says it, it, it's a misunderstanding with it even being, um, you would, even with the child support payments, because he said he paid his child support for full time every month, faithfully, thousands of dollars. So he has no idea how this mix up occurred, but it did, and here we are. I don't know. I I mean, typically, I'm not going to say they don't never mess up when it comes to child support. I'm not going to say that. But typically, they kind of be on point. And if you're paying early, come on. I, you know, this sounds something, something don't sound right. I, I'm just saying, you know. But as always, I'm going to keep y'all posted on, um, on that. Another big arrest um, story this week. A lot of y'all um, probably heard about Young Thug and um, Gunna were among uh, 28 people who were arrested on racketeer charges um, earlier this week. Um, the DA is using lyrics from Young Thug's songs as evidence against him, stating that he's a co-founder of a gang and that... Um, a car that he rented and his name was used in a murder uh shortly after it was rented. Um he was he 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 was in custody the last time I checked, but Gunner wasn't, which to me is a little suspicious because Gunner, why you not in jail? Right. What you telling? What you telling, Gunner? But um yeah. That's pretty much. I it. just feel like I just feel like that's dumb though. Like I never understood why these rappers go commit crimes and then turn it into rap songs. I never understood that. Like, don't you guys realize y'all snitching on yourselves? Like, especially not, at this point, because I mean, after Bobby Smurda got locked up for that, you know, that that song or whatever. Like, y'all should. Y'all should have learned from his mistakes and stopped doing that dumb shit. It does. It doesn't make sense. It's it really things. doesn't. I, I I don't get it. Like, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to be the last person to get caught up because they always do. How how old is he? He he's young, isn't he? Young thug. Young thug. Yeah, I think he he's in his uh, late twenties. Yeah, he's he, he, he like, like a. He's not a seasoned young man. Yeah, he sounds like he's not one. <laughs> he's not trying to throw no shade, you know. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> it's, real, it's real slow for them, as the youngins say. It, it is. It's like, I mean, come on. Like you made it out the you, hood. You, that's what I was about to say. You just got to rap about some shit you did all while this you was stuff in the hood. going for you. And you go and make rap songs snitching on yourself. Now you're about to be facing all this time, time in jail. For what? Because you was stupid. Like like you KD said, snitching on yourself. When all you had to do was shut the fuck up and rap about something else. Shit is crazy, man. Shit is real crazy. So well, as I, I see I, I see the comments, y'all. I'm about to um pull up the page so I can respond to y'all in a second. Okay, so while um Queen pull up her page, I, um as I stated earlier, you know May is Mental Health Month, and um we want to focus on some of the issues that we as minority 
people deal with from on a day-to-day basis. And one of those things are, this week we're specifically talking about minority women. Yeah, okay. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and to piggyback off of what KD was saying, um, yeah, we just want to put a focus on, we, we want to make it so that other black women along with ourselves are more comfortable with seeking Mental help. help. Well, yeah, we seek help without feeling like somebody's going to judge them. Without feeling the shame. something wrong with them. It's okay to to get help. So. Yeah, I was scrolling, um, you know, through my my Lord Google News uh, not too long ago, and I came across this uh, article that really caught my attention. And at first, the headline made me feel some type of way because me personally, okay, the headline says stop calling black women strong. Me personally, I pride myself into, I use that as one of my adjectives for myself. I, I call myself strong. You know what I'm saying? I'm a strong black woman. I, I, I feel like that's something that we say about ourselves prideful, you know, but after reading this article, I, I get what they, what, what they're saying. It's like, you're putting too much on us, you know, <laughs> it's too much. Like that's like giving us something and making us feel like we have to own up to that. And we don't have to, we don't always have to be strong in every situation. We can be vulnerable. You know, it, it, it is possible for us to be vulnerable. Yeah. And it's like a double narrative because men want their women to be, they want their women to be soft and vulnerable. But at the same time, you want us to be a strong black, black woman. woman. Like, we can't simultaneously be both. And I seen a post not too long ago that was like, um, I've, um, basically, it was like, I've, I'm done with being a strong black woman. I want to be a sensitive black woman, a loved black woman, an emotional black woman. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to express all of these things. Like, being, putting the strong black woman label for me personally has made me feel like in certain situations, I can't. Be nothing else. Yeah. What or how I'm feeling because I gotta be strong. strong. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that totally. It's like to the point that sometimes you end up suppressing your feelings and keeping them to your keeping them bottled up, and that's absolutely not healthy. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of us end up doing that because we don't want to come off as not being strong. You know, we don't want to come off as being weak. And it, it's okay to be weak at times. It is okay. Listen to us. It is okay for you to be weak at times. It's not a, a, a handicap. It's not a, a, a problem. Like, you are allowed to be vulnerable. You are allowed to be weak. You don't have to be strong 24-7. You don't. You're allowed to have bad days. The 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 only the problem comes in when you stay there, when you stay yes. in that vulnerability, in that sad spot, in that moody situation. When you allow yourself to stay there, that's when the problem comes in. But if you get up today and you just not feeling it, that's okay. You, you just are not allowed. It you are allowed to not feel it, and it's okay. And it's, it's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with, with you. you for feeling it's that not. Way. And a lot of us. I, like I said, a lot of us suppress those feelings and put on a 
front and put on a face for the outside to think that we're okay, knowing that inside we're not okay. And keep keeping that bottled up can really hurt you mentally in the long run. And, it really and, can. And, and lead to, to devastating ends because I don't know if you heard about it, but I think it was like a week ago, um, a young lady who was a cheerleader at HBCU committed suicide. Yeah, and I heard like, about that. Um, from the outside looking in, you would have thought that this young woman had a great life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she was a cheerleader. She was in college. She had lots of friends. Mm-hmm. She always appeared she very to be popular. so happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, she was popular and all that. And in her, in her suicide um, post, she was just like, you know, it basically it was a front. I'm so sad. I'm so lost and hurt and devastated. And like, I feel all these emotions and I feel like I can't express it and release them because everybody thinks and, and that everybody is expecting me to be Some, this cheery, go lucky, happy person all the time. So I'm not allowed to be sad. I'm not allowed to express myself and express how I really feel. I'll be right back. I have to eat the restaurant. I'm sorry, y'all. Quick intermission. But you can continue to keep on talking while I'm gone. Ooh. I'm really trying to pull a uh, not computer acting down. I'm trying to pull up Facebook and um IG so I can respond to our phone. But um but yeah, y'all, you don't have to be happy all the time. You don't have to be 100% all the time. Sometimes you're going to have a fucked up days when you don't want to talk to nobody. You don't want to be around nobody. And it's okay to feel that way. And when you do feel that way, express that to the people close to you. Like, don't don't front like you having a great day or like you in a great mood just because you don't want to burden people around you. Because I know I have done that a lot in the past. I will suppress my feelings or whatever or you know front like I'm in the best of moods or in the best space in my life because I don't want to burden the people around me and it ain't a burden y'all if the motherfuckers really love you really care about you it is never a burden to, for you to express to them what you're going through or how you're feeling Being a black woman is enough. You don't have to be strong. You can be strong and beautiful. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, black and beautiful, black and kind. Black I'm and sorry, rude. y'all. Y'all know that wine. Don't play no games. You do not have to be black and strong. Who comment? But yeah, I was just telling them that um, when you are feeling down and you have a rough, t- a rough day or, you know, even a rough couple of days, it's okay for you to tell the people around you, like, y'all, I'm not feeling I'm it. not feeling I'm it, not, yeah. I'm not up to it or whatever. You don't have to suppress that or feel like you're a burden to your loved ones because you feeling fucked up because I know I have done that several times that suppressed what I was feeling and not told people you you know not got it off my chest because I don't want to um 
burden somebody else with my problems. At least that's how I feel, you know. Mm -hmm. And and the person that I could be expressing myself to don't even have to, you know, don't even have to feel like I'm being a burden, but I feel like that. So I would not express myself and y'all got to do that. You don't. I mean, it is always good to have uh, have that person that you can have, you can outlet to, you can vent to. You know what I'm saying? It is always good to have that person. But if you don't have that person, like, go to your mother. Shoot. Go go to whoever you think that will listen. Or write. Like, you, you can get a lot of stuff out, a lot of frustration out by writing a lot of things down. You know, for real. I, I know I do. Or book me. Book a session with me and making your life coach. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that part. But yeah, so, you know, I mean, well, y'all can message us. Like, for real. You never have to go through, you, you shouldn't you have to have go. you have nobody no. else to call on, call on K and B, we got y'all. We, we do. We are always here with a listening ear and an open heart. I definitely will, because I know how those days can be. I do. I have them. I have them. Our inbox are always open on on this page, on our personal pages, whenever. Whenever, wherever, whatever. Y'all like my micro? No, I didn't. (laughs) You was a motherfucking (laughs) hater. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. KD always hate on my skills, y'all. I'm a motherfucking vocalist, I mean. <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> do you know what implicit bias is? Okay, implicit bias is like invisible racism. It's like, sometimes it's like, you can be racist and a lot of people display explicit bias. Racism not noted. Not racist. noted that they're racist. Or being you not necessarily Doing have to racist, be a racist, racist thing. But being racist and not realizing that, that you're being racist. racist. Yeah. I, I I mean I I I'm not gonna stand here and sit here and say that I haven't probably encountered that my myself before and I I know you have, you know. So, you know, this is what they say that we as black women deal with at our doctor's offices. And it's really sad that so many women go through this when they go see the doctors. You know, like I know you heard you've I, I'm I'm not sure if you have, but I've had several times going to that's one of the reasons why I I'm not comfortable with going to the doctors all the time or being able to express how I feel at the doctors because I feel like my voice goes on deaf ears and apparently I'm not the only female that feels this way it's a lot of females in America black females that go through this with their doctors you know and and it's sad and like I said earlier it's not just white doctors like it's doctors that looks just like us you know what I'm saying that is that will you can go to the doctors and tell the doctors that I have a wrist pain, a wrist pain my pain my wrist and it is it's really hurting and it's bad this that, and the third and the doctor will look at you as 
you're just trying to get some type of medication. Whereas a white female can come in and I have a real bad wrist pain. You know, it's hurting real bad. Yes, and they getting x-rays and they getting checked out to see what's going on with their wrist and why is it hurting. We don't get that same treatment, and that's that's sad. It It really is. It it is. It's um. I have experienced it with doctors every time. It's why I changed primary care physicians so many times because. I'm not finna stay with a doctor just because you assigned me to them if I don't feel like I'm being properly treated for. Like, like you said, <clears throat> if I if I express that something is bothering me, I expect you to do everything you can to figure out why it's bothering me. I believe my earliest ex- experience with being turned off with a doctor when I was maybe like 15 or 16, and I, um, you know, I have knee problems. I have always had a problem with my knees since I was uh, like seven. Mm-hmm. And I was telling the doctor that like it was just real bad. Like, you know, my knee is always hurting. And girl, I I was, you know, I was not even big in high school. And the doctor was like, oh, you just need to lose some weight. I've had that. Like what? Several times. Every, when I was, that's slim. I, I weigh 135 and I'm 5'3". I don't think the weight is when, the problem. When I was a teenager, that was the answer to every issue I had with the doctor. That's why when I became an adult and was a was was I and I had to uh, take over the responsibilities of making my own doctor's appointments because you know back then I had to go to the doctors because mom made my doctor's appointments. You know what I'm saying? But as once I got older and became an adult yeah, and took over the responsibilities of making my own doctor's appointments, I didn't want to because I felt like I wasn't being taken serious. Like you said, every issue I had, I would go like. Now I'm getting proper care for my feet, but I had feet problems, like you said, with your knees ever since I was a teenager, and you know this, you know, but I will go to the doctor and tell the doctor, my foot hurt right here, or my toe hurt right there, and he tells, he will tell me, I need to lose weight, it's because you're, you're, um, you're obese, you're overweight, you need to lose weight. We got a comment, um, this love shade, you know, I... I ultra fat at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said when she was 17 and pregnant, the first thing the doctor did was hand her abortion papers and told her she yeah, was that's crazy. And told her she was too young. She guarantees that they would not have done this had she been a Caucasian woman. I, I, I'm Definitely sure she would have. I'm they sure they would have. Of course they wouldn't have. They would have done everything they could to make sure you kept that baby. Gave you every option as, as, as possible for you to decide what you wanted to do with that baby. They wouldn't have just shoved no um, no abortion um pamphlets in that white girl face. They of wouldn't have did that. And, and, and that's sad. They don't care. And like the lady in this article worked for um the the, uh, the center for disease, disease control for years, and she said whenever her and her black colleagues went to the doctor's office, they made sure that um that they wore their work badges so to their doctor's appointment so they mm-hmm. would be taken serious. And that, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy because we all don't have a badge we can put on so we can be taken seriously. It's really sad. And like <clears throat> KD was saying earlier, it's even sadder when you experience it with a, a, a black doctor. 
It is. Especially a black woman. And that was um, KD's recent experience. She went to a doc- to the doctor after a while of, you know, being discouraged by other doctors. She finally decided, you know. Because I literally, I'm, I'm getting go. old. I'm, I'm having too many issues all at once. I feel like I'm developing carpal tunnel. My shoulder is aching. My knees. I, I'm getting older and I'm having problems. And I want to get them under control before they get out of control. You know what I'm saying? So, I decided to be an adult and make me the proper doctor's appointments that I needed to make. And I I told this female doctor at the appointment that the type of person that I am, I said, I am not good with doing the doctor's appointment thing. So I'm trying to get better at it. That's why I'm here. That's why I, um, I, ch- you know, show, I wanted to, you know, make this appointment so I can meet you as my primary care physician because this is the doctor today the insurance people gave me. I didn't choose her. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to lie. When I first seen her walk in the room, I was happy because she was a black female and a black young female so i was like oh, okay so i i got someone that understand. understand where i'm coming from you know and it, it didn't go the way i thought it was going to go she didn't address any of my issues she looked on my charts and seen that it was time for me around the time for me to get a pap smear and that was the only thing she was concerned of so apparently I, i'm not sure and I'm, don't quote me on this but in my head that automatically made me feel like that they get a, a certain a, a, a special incentive or a, 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 some type of extra money for doing pap smears you know what i'm saying because she was gung-ho on me getting a pap smear and i wasn't against it like i i said okay if i need to get one i'll get one but i still have these issues you know what i'm saying and it's like she didn't address any of them like i actually had to remind her about my shoulder pain before she left off the room to give me my um give me my you know walking papers basically you know what i'm saying and she was like oh yeah what what was your issue with the shoulder like why would yeah like why do i have to remind you of my shoulder pain and that that's exactly why I don't like going to the doctors because it's like, like I said before, it's like I'm not being taken serious. Like, you're not even addressing the issues that I'm telling you that I have. You know what I'm saying? Just like with the the maternity thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it took a lot out of me to muster up the courage to even ask a doctor, period, about why I'm not able to conceive. You know what I'm saying? It took a lot because... I don't know about nobody else, but I I was all in my head, and I'm still am a little bit or whatever. I, you know, for those of you that's out there that that's going through the same thing, I'm sure you can relate or whatever. But I was in my head, you know, I don't want to go to the doctor if I don't have a boyfriend. Now that I got a boyfriend, I don't want to go to the doctor and ask about no baby if I'm not married. You know what I'm saying? It's just it was I was just making up reasons to not not get the information I needed to get. You know, but then when I finally build up enough courage, she didn't even address. You know what I'm saying? She told me that prenatal pills will help you, and I'm thinking she's going to prescribe me prenatal pills, and she didn't do nothing, you know? So, I I, I don't know. It, it just, it discouraged me once again, but I'm not going to allow her to stop me from doing what I need to do for my health, you know, so I'm going to reschedule me another doctor's appointment and just ask them to 
schedule me with it's another doctor. Yeah. Yeah. These doctors focus on science, not the patient. I'm not trying to hear what you learned in school, baby. Period. Because what you learned in school might not even apply to me. Like, um, just yesterday, I came across a video on TikTok where a young lady was talking about how she finally found, you know, a good doctor and it's a, a black woman or whatever. And she was saying how she was telling she was going over her um prescriptions with the new doctor you know everything that she was taking and several of the prescription the doctor was like i don't even know why a doctor would prescribe, prescribe this. you this because it doesn't work for black people and we're taught that it doesn't work for black people they should know that it doesn't work for for black people like the the you have you cannot treat a black person medically the same, way. the same way you treat white people and it's like they don't understand mm-hmm. that and they just treat all of us like we white and we're right. not we're not genetically made up the same a lot of things are different we right. have to be treated differently and that goes into the other article that i read where they said that we as women has to be our own advocate you know we have to advocate for our own health you know because no one else is going to do it you know like if we're sitting in the doctor's office and we know this doctor is telling us something wrong we have to be the ones to be like no i i, I don't want to hear that i'm about to go get a second opinion you know like, you can't just be content with what that doctor tells you. If you know in your mind, you know for a fact that that's not right. You know. You know your body. You know. You know your body better than anybody else. No, you're not a doctor. No, you didn't go to school for that. But you know your body. You know there's something wrong with you. So don't go to no doctor and let the doctor tell you ain't nothing wrong with you. Don't let no doctor tell you that that shit is in your head. Because it's not. You know when it's something going on with yourself. You know that. Uh, a little Shay said, um, a lot of us have Medicaid, and because of that, we're treated like trash. But when you have insurance like cap, like yeah, that's true too. You get the criminal the crime. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, that's very true. That I, is true. I too. have also experienced medical care from both aspects, and you're right. When you have Kaiser or Blue Cross or that shit that you that, that you pay for out your check every two weeks or every week, the service is definitely different. Is Way on another it is, note. and then on another hand, I have seen it work differently with Medicaid because look at um I can't even think of that doctor name, but that doctor that Ma had that basically was the family doctor, mm-hmm. and she was like the best doctor all of us ever had. Like, what was her name, Doctor Craig? Doctor Craig, yes. I love me some Dr. Craig. Dr. Craig was our, was our whole family doctor. She, she really was. was. Like, and I'm not just talking about immediate family. I mean, like, our aunts was going there and all that. Like, our aunts that didn't even have Medicaid. Medicaid right. They, were, they paid for their insurance. They were even going to, to Dr. Dr. Craig. Yes. Dr. Craig was the bomb. She was. She was a really good doctor. She listened to you. Like, she didn't tell you. And honestly, that is what I look for in a doctor now. Like, she was the she sta- set she the, the yeah, standard for what a doctor she should be. She did. And if I encounter a doctor that does not give me the same feels or the same attention as Dr. Craig, then, like, and on to the next. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I felt the way I felt with this last doctor because she didn't give me that Dr. Craig feel, you know? Honestly, I haven't had a doctor give me that Dr. Craig feel ever since Dr. Craig, to be honest with you, for real. Have we seen the documentary Our Father on Netflix? Nah, we're going to have to check that out and get back to you next uh, week, sis. 
Well, what is it about, though? She said, speaking of doctors, have you seen the documentary Our Father? So I'm guessing it's about doctors. doctors oh, we, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to get into that. And, Thanks um, for the recommendation. And, and talk to you about it next week. We definitely look into it. We love watching documentaries, and you we, know, we do. We love watching anything. Anything that's anything informative, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that's gonna make us glue to the TV, right? Not nothing that's gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Or that I'm gonna <laughs> take a nap on, right? <clears throat> so it's another article that I read. Uh, expert tips <clears throat> for how Black women can advocate for their own health. This was a. Did you get a chance to read that one, Queen? She she said in the oh before you get to it, I'm gonna read um she said um in the documentary the man was implanting women with his sperm and even switching the father's sperm with his. This man has over ninety four kids. Okay, we yeah, no, nah, I out. didn't see that, but Law and Order had an episode similar to that. They did, <laughs> and that was wild. That out, yeah, and even even switching the the real. The bitches that came in there with their nigga, he was like, nah, you not even about to be the daddy. Yeah, that nigga That's thought crazy. he was God, for real. That's wild. But, um, yeah, I, I was about to read this, but I didn't get a chance to. But, um, I would love to hear the tips, because maybe I could use some of them. Okay, let me see. That's not one of them. Okay, it says, learn the basics. Learn what's necessary at different stages of your life, including which tests and procedures you should ask about at your ages. We just was talking about that not too long ago. For example, it is important to know when you should have a pap smear done. Correct. That is true. And when to check your cholesterol levels and how often you should get blood work done. That is very important. You should know all of those things. You should at any age, not when you just when you get older. You should always know when when is the proper time to get your pap smear and all of that. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna ask, do they have anything about only about mammograms? Because that's the um the major thing I worry about since uh, cancer runs. I'm not sure. It, I mean, I think it they do touch on here, but um, I mean, of course, I'm not gonna read this whole article. I'm yeah. just gonna go over the different but, tips there, um, but I, I've always was, and I do this in the shower. But I was always told that you, um, you, yeah, you check your too. breasts, you know, when you take showers and stuff, you know. Yeah, I do that to too. To make sure you I don't heard, feel no um, abnormalities. I heard and stuff. that when you know it runs in your family, or a lot of well, I'm not gonna say runs in your family because that's a curse in my family, but Sorry. when you have it in your family, when you have cancer in your family history, especially as a woman, that you should get uh mammograms mm-hmm. and stuff earlier than most women. So I'm pretty sure it's almost that time for me. But these little titties, I don't, I think I would have felt something. If it was I guess. <laughs> I guess me. I mean, queen. Okay, so it says know your normal. You can't be an advocate for yourself if you don't have knowledge. Sometimes that means simply knowing yourself and your body, said said Butler. That includes knowing 
what we just was talking about. That includes knowing your breast tissue, use what your what your breast tissue usually feels like, the normal color of your urine, how often you have bowel movements, and when you tend to get headaches. She said, noting any change for noting any change for your doctor can be critical to staying on top of your health. I agree with that as well, but I didn't know you supposed to keep up with headaches and stuff like that. I didn't know that. Did you? No. Yeah, I that's, mean, that's new to me. I didn't know that, you know, it was important to, like, everyday life, but I maybe I should have because, you know, I got one of the little um, period tracker apps in my phone, and it do ask that, like, when you um when you log your symptoms for the day, whether you own or not, it asks you, like, um, did you have headaches? Did you have back pain? Did you have um, a cramp? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess yeah. it is important. And, and it's important to know how often you take a bowel movement, too. Yes, it's little titties. I do know how often I um, take a bowel movement. How often do you take a bowel movement, uh, movement a day? A day? At least twice a day. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what I eat. Yeah, if I ate a lot of vegetables, <laughs> then it's... Or some dairy, because, mm-hmm. you know, that don't sit right with me. Then I'm fucking it up. But on a normal, yeah, twice a day. Okay, so third, don't ignore pain. Knowing what is normal for you can translate into the ability to recognize your pain. Something that can be especially difficult for black women. As black Americans are routinely undertreated for pain and advocating for your health means mentioning the things that are bothering you to you bothering bothering some to you even if it's been an existing problem for a while expert says many black women deal with physical pain on a daily basis that is so true this this part really resonated to me okay i'm gonna read that again many black women deal with physical pain on a daily basis when you walk around in pain for so long it starts to feel normal but living in constant pain is not normal even if you've even if you have been then even if you've had bad cramps since you were 15, tell your doctor about it. What tell your doctor about what has been what it has been like for you so you can see so you and the doctor can see what can be done about it. Like it is not normal to be in pain every day. I had to tell myself that. That's one of the reasons why I said I need to stop going to the doctor. Because literally every day I wake up, it's something wrong. It's always something wrong. And I can attest to the it getting normal thing because that's where I have been for a really And I know it's not good, but that's what I've been for a really long time when it comes to my back pain. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had back pain, but it got worse after my accident. And it's like, my back always hurts now, like, all the time. And I'm just so used to it. So like, it's, sometimes it's excruciating. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I'm like, oh, my back hurts. Right. I can't take it. Like, right. you know, I had to lay down or something. But it hurts so much. It hurts so much all the time that it's, it, it's uh, I'm accustomed to it. Like, if my back stopped hurting tomorrow... I wouldn't know what the fuck to do because exactly. I'm so used to it hurting. It, 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 not, I, I, you know, I have back pain, I got knee pains, I got shoulder pains. So it's like, if I wake up tomorrow and don't feel nothing, like, I'm like a a kid in a candy store. For real, honestly, for real. 
Yeah, and, and that that also goes back to our point earlier of getting second, third, fourth, fifth opinions. If you're in pain, if something is bothering you and you express that to your doctor and your doctor brushing you off, go get another doctor. Go ask mm-hmm. another doctor after that and another doctor after that until you find a doctor who's really going to investigate where your pain is actually coming from and help you get to a solution. I agree. I totally agree with that. Okay, number four. What we were just talking about earlier with the doctors. Find a good primary care doctor. Key, the key to advocating for your health is having a primary care doctor you trust. While it is good to go to a gynecologist for your routine checkup, it doesn't replace the need for a primary care doctor. The key is to find a primary care doctor whom you feel comfortable with, who will discuss your health with you as opposed to only telling you what to do. It could mean finding a doctor who is who also identifies as black. That that's not always the case, you know, from my experience. I'm not saying doctors of other races and backgrounds aren't com- com- competent but as a black woman there is a certain comfort level that comes with a black doctor it is that is true but then you get the ones that i got you know but i I can i i can say in my experience that the type of doctors you got is very rare it is very rare most black doctors men or women but especially women black doctors are very attentive and very caring and they all give you like not all but they most give you like a mother feel like they really want to get to the bottom of what's going on or make sure that you stay healthy but i do agree with that it is very important to find your primary care physician it is because it's like that that is the person you go to and even though they send you to these different specialty doctors for different things that you need like that's your primary doctor they are your right like like i said you you advocate for yourself through your primary care doctor because you can't you can't just walk into a foot doctor and be like my foot right right you have to have your doctor has to refer you to that foot doctor or whatever specialist you need your doctor can stand on no my patient needs this care my patient needs this help or whatever your primary care doctor is like your best friend when it comes to your health health yeah so it is it is very very important that you find one that you can trust that you feel comfortable with like like this article says okay what was that four yeah i think that was only four yeah i mean those are some real Mm -hmm. good tips though you should definitely stay up on the things you need to get done routinely like i said mammograms pet smears um getting blood work done um having doctors that you're comfortable with and like um the whole comfortable thing that goes on to specialty doctors too if your doctor if your primary care doctor refer you to a chiropractor who you ain't feeling go back and tell your doctor like i i i'm that's not gonna work i need i need another one because they have a list of people you can work with that's not the only chiropractor in the world you know and this piggyback off of what you said about the lady that got the medicine that wasn't good for black people Mm -hmm. they end the article with saying this people always talk about wanting to get the same treat the same treatment of care as someone else 
No, you don't want the same care. A black woman may need completely different care than a white woman or a Hispanic woman because of whatever we may be predisposed to, etc. You want to get the care that you need, that no one else needs, that you need, you know. For instance, also in the video that I watched earlier this week, the same young lady was talking, was, was saying how she told her, um, her doctor that she gets really depressed during her menstrual cycle or whatever. And you know, the doctor said that that shit displays from slavery. What do have to do with slavery? It, it's called generational trauma. So, like the, the trauma that our ancestors experienced while on their cycle during slavery literally transfers down to us through genetics. That's true. Yes. Oh, because I get depressed during um. It's generation. It's generational trauma too. I, the trauma can literally be passed down generation to generation. Wow, like, I never heard of that. I literally never heard of that. And For I'm real. like, I'm like, this shit is crazy. Everything's then back to slavery. Yeah, that y'all should have just left us alone. The fuck alone. Yes. I've never heard of that. I'm like, that's so fucking wild to me that. Something is like I thought that shit was normal for a long time. I thought feeling down and you know sad and shit doing your menstrual cycle was normal. Like everybody felt that, Mm. and now y'all, that's a that's a us thing. Wow. So white people don't get depressed. White women don't get depressed. I'm not gonna say they don't get depressed, but I guess not as bad as we do. Wow. Yeah, the shit is crazy. It is. And like I said, it's called generational trauma, so that's not the only thing that's passed down. It's like so many things can be directly connected to the stuff that our ancestors went through years ago. Because they passed down that that sense of, you know, being fearful or being cautious. They passed that shit down to us. Like, we don't even recognize it, but how many times have you heard... Of a black person telling you, oh, my grandmother used to tell me we can't do this around white people. Or we can't act like this this way around mm-hmm. white people. That, that's the trauma being tra- um, passed down. Like, you, you can act a certain, certain way, way or present right. yourself, mm-hmm. a certain way, present yourself a certain way to white people. And that has to do with the generational trauma, too. It's crazy. We, we are our ancestors like a mother. Mm-mm. So yeah, make sure y'all are fucking with doctors who who fuck with y'all. Yeah, because if that that shit can be very detrimental to you for real, it really can. It can fuck with you if you, mentally, if you fuck with physically, it physically, yeah. Especially if you fucking with a doctor that don't really give a fuck about your well being, you know, they don't really care, you know. Yeah. They can prescribe your ass anything just to get you out of their face. And that's ridiculous. For instance, for instance, I know it's TV, but you know, we was watching Law and Order last night. And this doctor was literally being paid thousands of dollars to promote a pain medicine that was proven to be addictive to his patients. And he ain't give a fuck. All he cared about what was that he was getting paid mm-hmm. for prescribing that shit. So he was prescribing this to any patient that he could. Anybody that came in there with any kind of pain, and these motherfuckers he was giving was, this shit out. And they were committing crimes off of this drug because of that. And this nigga went to jail for murder. 
because you want to get paid thousands of dollars. <laughs> but that just goes to show you that because you all know law order be based off of shit that, that really happens. They yeah. just don't be telling us the real names. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show you that they really out here. I knew law order was based off real events when they did the Tupac and Biggie episode. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> you and they did the episode. I said, I knew this shit be real. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but people be addicted to law order. Like y'all be real bad on it. I'm one of them. I, I that's why I say y'all. <laughs> y'all be real bad on it. KD, her dude, they both did it to my boo. Listen, you I, are too. I am not addicted like y'all. I watched I watched the new episodes and stuff, y'all, but. KD, her dude, my boo, they they watched shit that came on uh, thirteen years ago. So what? <laughs> like your point? Every day, every night, I text my boo. She at work. Be like, what you doing? She watching Law and Order or Martin. Like, how many times you done seen them episodes? Dude? You know what's about I don't to watch Martin over and over again. Like your dude do? Yeah, he do. I don't watch it over and over. And like he that. be in this joint dying, <laughs> he really y'all. Do. Like he never seen the episodes. <laughs> he before. really do. Like, Martin ain't that funny, son. He really do, yeah. Martin and Will Smith. Uh, uh, not Will Smith. Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince, yeah. No, it's not giving hilarious. Who said that? It's Love Shay. I love Law and Order SVU. Yes. I love Law and Order SVU, too. But I like to watch the new episodes. So My favorite one is the original one. Well, the older one. The old original. One. Because, yeah. okay, so this game, we saw off topic, but we about to have sex talk in a minute anyway. So, mm-hmm. But, y'all, when it comes to Law and Order with the original coming back, I'm so irritated because I just feel like after the long break yeah, that they, they took, and Anthony Anderson's character should not still be a, a regular detective. detective. He shouldn't be. He need to be a sergeant or, oh, or a lieutenant, lieutenant or something. Or something. Yeah. Like, why has he not progressed in his career? And you know, I feel some type of way about the white captain. I do. I, I, I was loving it when we had the black female captain. Although I know she's at Chicago Mad, so I already knew she wasn't going to be on the new one. They could have replaced it with a, another, another black person. Man. Yeah. Or it could have been a black man, just somebody black, you know. Like it could have been Anthony Anderson. <laughs> For real. <laughs> exactly. No one ordered the original affected by mental health. <laughs> not it, it, it really did. I just I'm trying to tell you when I when I watched the first episode, I was like, he they ended blackish for this. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. Blackish was my shit. I, I, I did not cry at the end of Blackish, though. Because it wasn't sad. It was good. It was emotional. It was emotional, but everybody had a happy ending, so it wasn't really sad. I could have cried about it not coming on no more, though. Listen, y'all. Um, Like we said earlier, the rest of this month is dedicated to mental health. But please, y'all, send us in some topics. What y'all want us to talk about? What y'all want to hear? Yeah, so we can what start off next do? month. What? Oh, yeah, you want to tell them about our seasons? Uh, oh, yeah. We got to so, let them um, know. This so is episode today eight. Today is episode eight, y'all. We're going to um do about four more episodes, maybe 12. Yeah, four more episodes um before we end season one. And then we're going to have a little breaky break. It ain't going to be long. Maybe a week or two. Yeah. So we can get some things in order and come back better than ever for you guys. For season two. For season two. So, um, 
hope y'all don't miss us too much. But yeah, um, I'm we still gonna be posting and interacting with y'all on the socials during the break though. We just won't be doing um lives or whatever. And actually, when we come back, we might be doing less of the lives and just um hitting y'all with the YouTube so, Go I mean, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, yeah, our podcast and um and subscribe to our YouTube. You can find the link to both of those in the bio, where you can find Caterfly Wear and get into a merch and um my books. Oh yeah, you see lesbian. them? Y'all see them on display, y'all? Let me let me bring them up close so y'all can see them. This the first one? No, this not, not the, the second one. one. This the first one. First install, second install. When the third one coming out, boo? I don't know. I ain't gonna lie. I'm having a little writer's block, and I'm. That's also what y'all can tell me. For those of y'all who read the book, the books. My bad, plural. Who do y'all want to hear about next? Cause I could go several ways with it. You but, could, but I really just want to know who y'all interested in knowing more about. So, give me feedback on that too. All feedback is always welcome over here, y'all. Yes, we love talking. Of course, y'all can see that. So yeah, come so, come yeah. at us with the questions, with the topics, anything. You know, we will respond back very swiftly. But yeah, like I said, link in bio for all of that. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um. When you subscribe to uh, if you um subscribe to uh, when you click on the link to our podcast, it will when you try when you press the add button, it will take you to wherever you stream from your um podcast. You know, Apple um podcast or um, um Spotify. Yeah, and if it's not streaming where you listen, let us know so we can get it streaming. Yeah, we got y'all. We got y'all. We got y'all. So, okay, we want to eventually come up with music for this session, section, but until then, go ahead and get It's on. time for sex talk. It's time for sex talk. It's time for sex talk. Maybe we'll record her saying that until we can just press the back. Oh, oh, y'all y'all, see the rave reviews in the comments. Love Shay says she, um, oh, damn, it ended. Why would it end for sex talk? But um, I'm going to start it back up anyway. Hold up. Shay say what? Hold up. Let me let me start the live on IG again. This is another reason why we about to stop the live, y'all, because IG be hating on me, and I the, I will be wanting to cut shit off. And anybody got time for this? But love Shay say what? But love Shay says she loves the first one. Has to read the second. So rave reviews on the book, y'all. Get into growing up lesbian. Goodbye, Gabby. Bye, Gabby. Bye. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. We had to put our cat out. She be hard-headed. Ain't too loud. Okay. Buddy. All right, y'all. Let's get into it. How many questions we going to do tonight? Um, Let's do about maybe four. Four? Yeah, let's do four. Questions. All right, so we can take turns. Okay. I'll mm-hmm. do the first question. Okay. All right. First question. I, I kind of don't understand this. Well, don't answer. Ask it if you don't understand it. It's a holistic question. Why well, you maybe, you you, but maybe you can elaborate. You know, you can understand it. And once you give your answer, then, you know, 
Sometimes, but the back is my favorite. All right, you can pick which one you want to ask. Mm-hmm. My computer died, y'all, so I can't comment on. I'm, well, I might be able to give me a second. My computer died, so I got y'all got hold off on me with all the uh, Instagram comments. And don't take forever. Girl, it's the Russian for me. What is a sexual act you've never done but would like to try? Uh, I wanna um, I wanna get one of them sex swings, and I wanna do it. In that land. would be fun. I want. I I would like I to try want that. one bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want one real bad. Um, I don't know. I guess I can't ride over you. Yours. What you just do? I opened another tab because I was about to go on Instagram and answer a question. Is it if it was a question? Oh, I thought you deleted it. I'm sorry. I thought you deleted the question. Girl. Yeah. But, um, I want to join the Mouth Hot Club. I really want to have sex on the plane. Oh, I be, I ain't going to say I be too nervous. That's a lie. Because I be more relaxed than everybody on the play. I really do. I be sleeping every day. So, no, nah, I probably wouldn't mind doing that. I'm going I'm to try that. Sex on a plane. Hmm. Or on the, um, or on, on the train. What's Nothing. Oh, you could do it? Yeah, I, I thought you were going to pick another question. Uh. Or on a train, you know, like. Uh, um, an airmark train or, or whatever, like one that's like driving through, riding through a countryside, so the scenery could be nice type of shit. Mm-hmm. I would like that. What the hell? My questions went away. It was right there. Yeah, and, and Instagram popped up. All I hate this computer. <laughs> I guess. All right. I mean, you could talk about something else until I put my questions back up. I mean, you could keep on talking about sex, but I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. Sound like I sound like a pervert when I said that. I ain't mean for it to come out like that. I guess. But, um, 
what's something that you like other than giving head because everybody thinks that what's something that you when you was younger you was like I'd never do that but now you do shit I was about to say your head, but you said I'm going to give your head because everybody say that dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Having a threesome? I used to say that a lot. I ain't never had no threesome, and I've done it several times. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I won't do ever, though, is have a threesome with my significant other. I, you gotta be awesome. I will, yeah, I will, shit. I will, 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 I would never have a threesome with my significant other, though, and I don't recommend people to do that. And only because every time I ever heard of someone doing that in a relationship, it always fucked their relationship up, for real, every time. And I've heard of several, I have several friends that told me that they decided to have threesomes with their partner, and like I said, it fucked their relationship up. I can't say that I agree because I'm calling so. But what's, but what's one thing that you would you said as a kid you would never do that you have done? <coughs> butt play. I just always be like, I'm never letting nobody right, play with my butt. Stick nothing in my butt, but mm-hmm. I take a thumb or a finger or a tongue down. But you would take a uh, dildo? No. <laughs> You would try. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I heard they said once you get it in, you just relax your butt muscles. I don't think that's a voice. <laughs> a lot of females do that. Okay. I'm just, you say you'll leave it to the boys. I'm just saying a lot of females do it. I'm talking about in my community. I guess. You say you only taking it to the thumb, huh? Yeah, some fingers or something. Uh, I would even uh do like a butt club. It's not a not a deal though. Well, I can't ask you that question because you do that. Uh, let me see. Okay, if your if your partner, I'm changing some words around. If your partner consent for you to do whatever you wanted to do to them, what would you do? Whatever I did, especially with the two people that I'm involved with now, like. I would do something to take control of them because they both like you know aggressive and masculine. I probably like try to strap them down or something. Mm-hmm. So that's I can what be I would the aggressor. If my if my dude um gave me the okay, you can do whatever. Yeah, I would. First thing I'm going for is the handcuffs. Yeah, that's I the first thing I'm going for. Restraining you, so mm-hmm. I really can do whatever I want to do. And you can't be like, oh, no, nah, we'll try to move or get away. No, nah, nigga, you stuck. I think it's some more down there. Go down further. I just want to make sure that's not me. Yeah, it is. It's a rock of them. <laughs> All right, you can pick this next one. <clears throat> a 
we shoot, we can use this page, same page for next week. We're <laughs> here on them damn questions. So what you feel about sending news? <laughs> okay, I will send it to my dude now, but I, I, if if, if we just, if we just casually having sex, in a relationship, yeah, no, I wouldn't. But in a relationship, what do you feel about receiving? I don't like it. I don't. I really don't. I mean, my dude has never done that. But you don't think you? I don't think I would. I never. I never have been with other people, so I don't think I would. I mean, because why do I need a picture? I can see it. We live with each other. Like I know this girl that was. That's a turn on to me. It could be because it's a dude. Maybe if I was gay. But I I know this this girl that was like she don't like new pictures, but. She is turned on by videos. Like if her dude sent her a picture, her bastard uh, yeah. and then you know you can hear the moaning and stuff. That, that she, I don't know. Yeah, like maybe that. that. I didn't even think of that. Now, only with my dude, yeah. though. Yeah, but maybe, maybe that. Yeah, but not just a still picture. No, it that weirds me out. Yeah, I have she, blocked dudes she, she like, for doing she was, that. She was like, she she like nut videos basically. Yeah. And moaning and all of that. Yeah, I probably I, mean, I can see how I, that I, 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 I probably like that. Yeah, I can see me liking that. Like she said, with him moaning and shit. Yeah, I, I can see me liking that. I don't really. So, well, how you feel about dude? Okay, so when it comes to to fans, if I'm talking to a fam, I'm I don't really need the news. I like you know. The tease, like send me a bikini picture. Mm-hmm. Don't be completely naked, you know, like an oversized T-shirt type of picture, right. that type of shit. I don't, bitch. I can see you naked when we fuck it. I don't need because dons don't send me right. I've never dated a dom that's sitting there. <laughs> Wish she gonna send you her sports bra, strap. This what I'm working with. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, I have heard of on TikTok fans asking for strap pictures. Though I don't know what they getting out of it. What? I don't know. I guess they want to see what this strap working with. I guess. But I, if you fucking her, you know what the strap working with. You know what I'm saying? Straps come in different sizes, though, don't they? Yeah, but I'm saying that this is your boo. If y'all, fuck oh, it. oh, oh, you. I thought, man, no, I can see them asking, like, a uh, random uh, not a random person, but somebody they met online that they could, that they possibly about to meet, but bitch, not your boo. Bitch, just ask me what size it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because if bitch asked me for a strap push, I'm going to let that motherfucker go to bed. Heck yes. That is a little weird. That shit ain't a part of me. Yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, As a lesbian, if you want your girl to send you strap pictures, just go get a boyfriend. I've never had sex wild enough for this, but would you like to use the safe word? This is not my question, but I do want to ask you that. Would you like to use the safe word? 
Because you, your shit get to the point that it, it, it has before. I've never had it to the point that I need to use the same word. Like, no, I haven't. Like, maybe. The only time I had to stop is to pee. You know what I'm saying? But it was never I had to stop because I, it was too much. I Okay, so I've, I've dealt with somebody that I needed to create the same word for, but I never used it. I guess. <laughs> but, you know, the same word was in place. And it did something for you to know no, that, that you had the same word mm-hmm. that turned you on? A little bit. I guess. Okay. I, maybe you can explain this to me. <laughs> you know, maybe you'll answer and explain it to me. What was your... Oh, okay. I, I Once I'm reading it out loud. What was your sexual awakening like? I guess your first... Is that your first sexual experience? Sexual awakening? No, I don't feel like that's your first sexual experience. I feel like that's... The first time you came? No, let me Motivational quote for tonight. How soon after you meet somebody are you comfortable with? 
It depends on our chemistry for me. It depends on how well I connect with that person because I'm not going to lie and I'm not afraid to admit it. I have had sex with someone the first time. I've met them, you know, and I have waited a while with certain people, you know, so it all depends on our chemistry, you know. I agree. I, I think it depends on the the connection with the person because you can meet somebody and have sex with them today and be with them or have a close friendship with them for years to come. And then on another hand, you make a nigga wait six months and then after you fuck, he roll out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it, can, it can go either Both way. Ways, yeah. It's all about the connection and the chemistry. And how you carry yourself too. Because I hate when a motherfucker say that if you have sex with somebody on the first night, they don't have no respect for you. No, it's how you carry yourself. As long as you have respect for yourself, that's all that matters, for real. A nigga, listen, let me tell you, I'm not a nigga, but as a woman that fucks females, and giving it up on the first night does not make me lose any respect for you ladies at all. <laughs> the respect level is still the only thing that can make me have lose respect for you is like Katie said, if you don't have respect for, for yourself, yourself, the way you way handle you yourself, yourself during right. that situation, if you do something during that situation that turn me over would make me like, you know, oh, nah, or some shit like, good, yeah, like, then that makes me lose rat. respect, but yeah. I didn't lose respect for you because you let me fuck. Right. Like, nah, that's not it. And if a nigga ever tell you he lost respect for you just because you let him fuck, so that was your question. Okay, okay, right, okay. So, um, once again, y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Buy Caterfly Wear and K <clears throat> and KBTV uh, merch. Links to oh and my books. That's six things. Y'all y'all need to get a pen and paper right today. <laughs> I might. <laughs> Let me go over it again. Subscribe to Instagram. I mean subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to our podcast. Shoot Instagram too. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. <laughs> Buy Caterflywear and uh KBTV merch. Buy my books. You can find all of this in the link in our bios. We're going to close it out with this. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to it is the courage to to continue that counts. Y'all hear that? Keep that with y'all. The courage to continue. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.